0: To just the Packers podcast, the very first episode of just the Packers podcast. I'm your resident host and fan, Justin Tubbs, and I just like to say hello to everybody. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. A lot of news going around the NFL and rumors. Uh, JJ Watt was released by the Texans yesterday, and of course, as always, one of his landing spots is Green Bay, him being from Wisconsin. And personally, I'm hoping maybe we can free up the money to come get him. He would not only be a good leader in the locker room, he'd bring a lot to that defensive line that we need. Kenny Clark needs some help. And it would also free up Z and all that, but we'll get into all that later. Uh, I know this is my first time on, and I just, you know, I like doing this podcast, I listen to a lot of other Packers podcasts and I I like the way the guys do it, but I thought maybe, you know, we could dive into the cap a little bit here, news about the Packers, free agency, and since it's off season, be doing some mock drafts that you guys might want to be interested in participating in, uh... If y'all are looking for a place to do your mock drafts, I tell you the best place to do them is uh, walk the walk the mock. They're the best mock draft simulator. Is they have live drafts on that simulator, and you and thirty two other people can join up and do drafts together like in real life, which is pretty cool. But anyway, let's talk about. Well, apparently the other big news is Aaron Rodgers is engaged just out of nowhere. That was a shock to everybody, but hey, happy for him, more power to him, if he, as long as he plays like he did last year, I don't think man should complain, right, so, but as far as salary cap news and stuff, there's a lot we need to do to get under the cap, I think we're 28 million over the cap as of right now, and we have a lot of free agents that we more than likely won't be able to re-sign. But we need to, uh, I think a lot of that could be helped if we were to, let's say, sign Devontae to an extension. That would fill up his cat face for this year and push it off till next year. Plus, lock him up for years to come. Maybe extend Rodgers. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, yada, yada. he's getting older. And then Jordan Love. Most people that I've talked to don't like Jordan Love. I don't have a problem with them drafting him, just like I didn't have a problem with them drafting Rodgers when they drafted him. You never know. And you see what Drew Brees did this year. Last year, he looked good. This year, his arm just looks like it's not there like it was. Same with Ben Roethlisberger. And I doubt that's going to happen to Rodgers because he's got a lot more arm talent than just natural talent than those guys. But still, it's always good to have that and let him learn and grow under one of the greatest ever. Um, you know, So I say we extend him out and push some of his all his salary in this year the signing bonus and push it into next year. That'll save us about 15 to $18 million right there just on Rodgers. And Adams will save us about 10 That gets us close to getting out of the cap right there. And more than likely, I hate to say it, I like Preston Smith, but he's probably going to be cut because he had a down year, even though personally I don't see it as his fault. I say it was more the scheme. Mike Patton had him dropping into coverage a lot instead of, His first year in Green Bay when he was pass rushing a lot and setting the edge on the run. But Rashawn Gary is ascending, and he's physically more gifted. Zadarius looked good as that. He didn't have as many pressures this year, but he still had a ton of sacks, and he's an impact player on the defense. Uh, They're more than likely going to drop the fifth-year option on Jair, which is a given, and hopefully work out a long-term deal with him. He is – the best corner in football. And we got a good safety duo in Savage and Amos. Amos has been a more of an impact player than we thought would be coming over from Chicago. And he's always steady and in the right place. And Savage just keeps getting better and better as the weeks go on. So hopefully he'll go into year three even better than he was this year. Linebacker is a little bit of a question. Um You know, we got they'll probably cut Kirksey, because he was only healthy half the year, and he just didn't make an impact. Like Chris Barnes is good. According to PFF, Barnes was worse than Martin, but Barnes was on the field more than Martin because he understood the defense better, I think. Martin is faster. He's downhill. He hits hard, but sometimes he over-pursues and plays. He's just got to learn to play within himself and play with that speed, and he'll be good, I think. But it wouldn't hurt if we went out and drafted one. I uh, don't know if they'll draft one in the first round, unless because of Micah Parsons' off-field issues, he slips down to twenty-nine. I can see Green Bay taking him there, or JOK from Notre Dame. He's uh, kind of the Isaiah Simmons type from Clemson last year, kind of do-it-all linebacker. He's more be probably more of a weak side, a weak, weak side linebacker than you know your standard middle linebacker, but still he'll be an impact player. And Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. <laughs> He was a Chuck McNerick Award winner, best linebacker in college football last year. And he flies off the tape playing. Of course, he played in the American Athletic Conference, which, you know, because he played at Tulsa. So he didn't play as high a competition, but he still, even among those athletes, he stood out. So I think he'll be a good linebacker in the NFL. But once you get in the later rounds, you get Dylan Moses out of Alabama, who took a tremendous step back. Last year, in 2019, he missed because of a torn ACL all season. In 2018, he was really good, but then in 2020, he took a way, a huge step back. As far as, you know, other linebackers out there, to maybe father's Monty Rice from Georgia, he's uh, third, fourth, fifth round. You got Jabril Cox from LSU, who could be in the same range, who could develop into a really good player. But if you're looking to get that impact play, you have to get him in the first round. That's the only way you can going to do it. But I don't know if they will. I think they'll probably lead more towards if they may take a wide receiver, but I'm thinking more they're going to take an offensive tackle or a corner because Kevin King's more than likely going. Uh, You know, if you get maybe Asante Samuel follows the 29. Asante Samuel Jr., if he does, he is a really good corner out of Florida State. Just as good as his dad was in the NFL, he'll be just as good anyway. If not, I see him taking a tackle like uh, Lynn Michaelberg out of Notre Dame or Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Tevin Jenkins is more of your standard right tackle. That's what he played in college. And and I think he can come in right now and play. But if they wait to take a tackle to the later rounds, like maybe the thirds, you can get Brady Christensen out of BYU, who impressed at the senior bow. He's also 6'6, 330, I think. 300 or 330, I can't remember exactly. But he is a mauler. He's big. He needs a little work on his pass blocking, which he's good at pass blocking, but he's not great. But as far as run blocking goes, he will drive somebody off the line. If we can't re-sign um, Corey Lindsley, then there's a good – if they don't get one in free agency, if they if they can move Elgin Jenkins over, obviously he can play anywhere on the line. He's a freak of nature. I've never seen a lineman that can just step from left tackle to right tackle and anywhere in between and just naturally fit. He might have been the best pick we had in the draft two years ago in the second round. But if they want to just take all-natural center, there's Drake Jackson out of Kentucky. Me being from Kentucky, I'm a huge Kentucky fan. I mean, that's part of it. But I've watched him. He started every game since his freshman year, and he was – The quarterback didn't change the plays on the field. He set the line and took the audibles on the field as a center. He's really intelligent. He's not as big, but he processes blocks, and he gets to the second level easily. He could come in and day one be the starter. And you could get him probably, I think a lot of mocks, I see him ranked at like the 105th prospect. So that, you know, unless somebody reaches and grabs him early, which he would still be good. See him going somewhere to the mid thirds all the way to the first to early fifth I mean he is but we'll get all into more of that later on I was just giving y'all a little bit of what you know I've been thinking about and what I want to talk to you guys about when I'm on here uh, like I said this is the very first podcast so I hope we can get y'all listening more listening I've been talking to a guy pretty sure his name's Tim from Walk the Mock really nice guy I've been emailing him back and forth I'm going to send him a few things about what I got going on. He's talking about maybe doing some cross-promotion if I can get more people to listen, you know. So maybe if y'all like doing mock drafts and we can get this rolling a little more, I could get him, you know, to maybe give y'all a promo. Right now, if you go to Walk to Mock, there's a promo code for a free month for their for their site. It, it gives you a free month to use all the premium stuff on the on their site which is really cool they've got like five different drafting you can do no trades trades do it where you're the gm ball teams you can do live drafts like i said earlier with 30 uh, 32 other, up to 32 other people and you can do it from one round seven rounds trades no trades however you want to do it it's really cool i just finished up a couple of live drafts to hear this last week or two. one with a guy i don't know if i should say his name he's from another he does another podcast and i talked to him a lot um He does another Packers podcast. I finished up one with him. We had a really good draft. It's over on his YouTube page. I have to talk to him to see if I can I don't know if I can, you know, put him out there like that or not. And, I, you know, I don't want to get him in trouble or get him upset. So, I'll make sure I can... So, we're just filling this out. But, you know, I think if y'all enjoy Packers, you enjoy the inside of the game, then you'll really enjoy this podcast. Uh, we'll also be taking an in-depth look. On in the next episode, we'll be talking a little bit more about the new defense coordinator in Green Bay, Joe Barry. I've heard a lot of people compl- upset and complaining. You know, it wasn't my first pick either. Matter of fact, my first pick turned us down, which, you know, I can't blame him. He's stable. He's got a young family in Madison at the University of Wisconsin, and that's where he wanted to stay right now. And I get that, and I respect him for it, at least, you know. But Joe Barry... He's really not that bad. The defensive defense coordinator he was in Detroit and Washington is two different things. In Detroit, he had no talent. That was the 0-16 team. He absolutely had no talent. Have had one player, Sean Rogers, on that defense, and that was it. Uh, in Washington, they were just middle of the road. But he's learned under Brandon Staley, Wade Phillips, Monty Kiffin. He's going to bring like a 3-4 Tampa 2 mixed scheme, and I think it will work good in this defense. That's why I was saying we need to maybe – if these guys don't if you don't think these guys will take a second year jump then you need then we need to get an impact middle linebacker because with the in that defense an impact middle linebacker makes the difference he was on the team he coached on the teams that derek Brooks was on uh and stuff you know everywhere just about everywhere he's been there's been an impact middle linebacker and because it makes this defense run a lot better so you know he had Corey littleton and in Los Angeles up until this year. He took him, coached him because he's a linebacker's coach by trade. He took him from an undirected free agent to one of the top-paid linebackers in the NFL in just a few years. So he could do that with Martin and and Chris Barnes. There's The talent's there. The question is is if we can get it installed quick enough. But I think we might need another impact linebacker. But we'll get into all that next time. Like I said, this is my first recording. I don't have a lot of time left. Um, but, you know, if you guys like this, be a friend, tell a friend. Like it, follow it, subscribe. I've got a Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at Just the Pack Podcast. Just, or at Tubbs 9 on Twitter. Uh, just the Packers Podcast Facebook page. Um, I really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to this today. Uh, we'll dive more into this. I'm going to try to set this up where this is more interactive. Y'all can send them questions, ask, you know, I want to hear your guys' opinion about everything, podcast, uh, how you feel about the team, everything. Just, just, you know, I'm going to have it set up where y'all we can interact back and forth with each other because uh, that's what this is all about. You know, fellowship, with fellow Packer fans, fellow NFL fans. Even if you're the hated Vikings fans or – that team from down south, the Bears there, if you're one of their fans or a Lions fan, if you want to listen to this and you want something to say, hey, well, listen, we don't care. We're Packers fans, best fans in the world. There's a reason we're the best fans in the world. There's a reason we're the best fans in the world. And, you know, but until next time, uh...